All right. So we got uh, David McNally and Stephen Randall of Titan Medical. How are you guys? Great. Thank you. Really appreciate your, your, uh, your guys' time this morning. Thank you. So I wanted to uh, I wanted to get both David and Steve on the line here. This for for all Alpha Stock subscribers. This is obviously a company that we featured and covered over the last couple months here, probably over the last three months. And uh, we are also shareholders of the company. We took part in the company's last offering um, at two fifty a share U.S. So that's around three and a quarter Canadian. The stock is currently trading at around 250, 260 a share Canadian. Um, so at a discount to where we current to where we bought it three months ago. Um, but the reason we want to get you guys over here is because we feel that Titan is one of is going to become one of the most heavily watched and exposed and uh, and exciting names in 2019. This is the sort of name that uh, that has that high torque potential that can easily go from 250 to 1050 or to even $20 a share if the company is able to achieve their goals. So I have no problems investing in the company in that uh, even though it's down right now, I'm in this thing for the long term. And uh, subscribers know that I play stories for the long term because uh, I see true value and real potential in them. So uh, I know I've written obviously a lot of articles about the company in the past and uh, we did a Q&A already with David a few weeks ago, but I wanted subscribers to um, get a better sense of, to hear your voice, get a better sense of your passion and uh, and what you hope to uh, to do with the story. So um, without further ado, Titan Medical trading on the big board TSX, TMD, and on the NASDAQ TMDI. And it's currently trading at around a $55 million market cap Canadian. So and we'll go through why that's important and the opportunity there. So thanks for taking the time, guys. Again, really appreciate it, and, uh, and we'll get started here. So um, to start off, can you please give our subscribers just a brief overview of Titan, um, what you hope to achieve in the market you're looking to revolutionize and, and disrupt? Thank you, HN. This is David McNally. I'm officer of Titan Medical, and we are focused on commercializing advanced technology associated with single incision surgery for abdominal procedures. So again, we are developing a robotically assisted surgical system that enters the body through a single incision and deploys the vision systems and instruments necessary for performing surgery in the body. Now, this is already a multi-billion dollar market. The research reports that we read indicate that double-digit growth is expected to continue indefinitely in this market. There is one incumbent in the market, Intuitive Surgical, that has a, uh, an established position, and they've actually established robotic surgery as safe and effective for abdominal surgery. Um, our focuses on single incision surgery, that is, minimizing the number of incisions in the body, even versus existing multi-incision robotic systems. So when we look at the market opportunity, we see a single incumbent uh, with revenue approaching $4 billion U.S. dollars per year, yet a market that is less than 10% penetrated globally. 
So there's a lot of greenfield here for us to pursue. Um, we believe that our offerings will appeal particularly to those hospitals and outpatient surgery centers that have not yet adopted robotics due to the cost and complexity of existing systems. And we seek to address that with our advanced surgical system. Just on the back of that, do you believe that robotic surgery is the future of surgeries or just specific ones, or, or why is it so important? Well, Etienne, in our opinion, the future is already here with robotics being utilized to perform complex procedures such as prostatectomy or hernia repair. I believe the opportunity for growth exists in simpler procedures where we can deliver the same benefits already being experienced in shorter hospital stays, fewer post-operative complications, and deliver that uh, in a more cost-effective manner. So I believe that, as I say, the future is already here with respect to complex surgeries, and we believe that we can deliver a solution even for simpler procedures, affording the surgeon better dexterity, better visualization, that is, a magnified view inside the body that allows the surgeon to avoid complications during the surgery and ensure better outcomes long term. <laughs> and I know a couple of weeks ago you guys announced uh, your Q3 results and uh, you put out some of the highlights that you guys and some of the milestones that you guys have achieved um, last quarter. Can you just go through some of the uh, some of the things that you've achieved on the sports surgical system to date? And what are kind of the next several milestones you hope to achieve in 2019? Yes, HM. Since, uh, since I joined the company in January of 2017, picked up the pace of product development and verifying that we're on track with the right performance characteristics of the system. So in these past 20 months, we have been able to demonstrate in three centers of excellence. These are robotic training centers that are globally renowned, the performance of our advanced prototypes. So uh, from my over 30 years of experience in commercializing medical devices, one of the most important things we can be doing during product development is test the system under simulated operating conditions, such as in live animals and human cadaver subjects and put it in the hands of experienced surgeons so they can tell us what we have, what's positive, and what can be better. Um, through over 45 studies, we have been able to demonstrate that the system is not only useful for single incision surgery, but the results are repeatable. And we have surgeons from three different continents that have performed on the system. Um, and by the way, our centers of excellence are Columbia University Medical Center in New York, Florida Hospitals Nicholson Center in Orlando, Florida, and the IHU in Strasbourg, France. And so we have a, a, a wide variety of surgical subspecialties represented in these preclinical surgeries, and the resounding response has been the system works. We've also identified ways to improve the system, and we're in the process of buttoning up the improvements to the system for demonstration early in 2019 that we're on tar target for our commercialization plan. So I, I'd say 
The most important thing that we've done during my tenure is put the system to its test. What's evolved out of that have been surgeons presenting at international conferences the results of their early validation studies. So, and that further supports the enthusiasm of the clinical community for our solution. And even notably, a group of the surgeons that had some early hands-on experience with the system in the engineering lab put together a private placement and put their own capital into the company. So all of this further validates that we're on track um, with the set of performance characteristics that we've engineered into our advanced prototypes. That's awesome. And, and tell me one thing just in regards to timeline. So obviously the, t- you know, the most important thing here is that you've tested the product, these different hospitals, it's shown that it works is the next kind of step. Obviously you you want to, you want to improve this system. Like you said, uh, is it then to apply for health Canada? Is it to get a CE mark in Europe? Or are you just going to go straight to the FDA? How does that work? So we are in the already in, uh, extensive and detailed planning for our regulatory submittals. Our initial focus will be uh, with the FDA, and we've been in correspondence with FDA through written correspondence, and we've held a conference call with them already to gain clarity on the pathway and what their expectations are for not only animal data, both acute and chronic being survival studies, as well as human confirmatory data, all of which we expect to complete next year. So as I I know, the the world's largest market opportunity at hand is in the United States, so we're focused on the FDA. Um, Dovetailing with that, however, is a CE mark strategy for sales in Europe, and we are also pursuing that pathway, which requires the identification of a notified body and the middle of a technical file to that notified body for us to achieve the CE mark to sell in Europe. Uh, Last year, upon my arrival, we recruited a seasoned vice president of quality and regulatory affairs, leading that effort and those discussions with both FDA and potential notified bodies in Europe so that we know exactly what steps need to be taken for us to execute and conduct those studies. Uh, Our centers of excellence are likely, one or more will likely be involved with those those studies, we're expecting the human confirmatory data to be led by Columbia University in New York. That's great, David. And can we just quickly touch on, because you were saying, so you came into Titan about a year ago, if I'm not mistaken, is that right? That is correct. And why did you got, Why did you decide, like, can you give us a little bit about your background and why you decided to get involved with Titan? Uh, yes, ATM. This was the, the ideal combination of experiences from my career of over, over three decades in the medical device business. I had been founder and co-founder and seed funder of med device companies, uh, both private and public companies. Um, I led one company to a NASDAQ listing after beginning as a private company and uh, reverse merging into a blind pool. So I've I've been through that uh, arduous process of moving up in the world of the capital markets. Of course, our NASDAQ listing this past June 
was key to exposing the company to institutional uh, shareholders in the U.S., a broader array of shareholders. But uh, back to my background, I'm a mechanical engineer by undergraduate schooling. I hold a master's in business administration as well. And most importantly, uh, I spent my time in the crucible under the stressful situations of competing with the world's largest medical device companies, and I love it. I have a passion for bringing great people together to bring complex medical technologies to market, and I have a track record of leading teams to develop award-winning products in the medical device arena of a broad array uh, from surgical tools for cutting and coagulation of soft tissue to devices for cataract surgery, infusion systems, control systems for heart-lung machines and the like, so a broad array. And uh, as I say, as we think about Titan Medical as this exciting work in, in progress, we have this technology that when I arrived was and remains clinically inspired, but I'll call it a diamond in the rough upon my arrival. And we've spent the last nearly two years not only recreating the executive team, but also honing the salient requirements for the device to make sure that we have a product that we can get to market in an expeditious manner. Uh, I have a good deal of experience from my background in doing that and, uh, and, and really enjoy the entire process, uh, albeit it has plenty of challenges associated with it, but we have the right team on board to do that now. Well, that's great, David. Well, we can definitely get a sense of your passion here, so that's perfect. Um, and Steve, maybe you can touch on this because um, Titan has obviously been around for for the last ten years, if I'm not mistaken. You've been around, if I'm not mistaken, since inception or pretty close to that. Um, why do you feel Titan is is different today and is basically at its almost coming up to its last inning to achieve its goal? Because um, I'm sure you get that question a lot. Uh, absolutely, Jen. Uh, you're correct. Uh, Titan has been around uh, almost 10 years. It was created in July of 2008. I joined the company in March, <coughs> excuse me, March of uh, 2010, and have uh, seen a lot of the uh, up, up movements, the down movement, and a lot of the sideways movement that has taken place over those initial years. Uh, we are very much a different company today. We are poised for success. David has indicated some of the uh, changes that he implemented in the company uh, when he joined uh, in early 2017, and uh, uh, it just gets even more exciting. Uh, we're all focused on where we're going and how we're going to get there, and the, uh, uh, the end zone, uh, the view of the end zone is it's quite clear. I love it. And uh, and one of the things which I wrote a couple times in my previous notes, I'll just quickly chime in here to subscribers, is that Titan has raised, and Stephen, tell me if I'm mistaken, but Titan has raised around $50 million since inception. And it's sitting at around a $50 million market cap. So you're giving basically the sports system and, and, the, and the IP and, the, and everything that you've developed basically zero value. And... Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's terrible for, uh, it's not good for longtime investors, but it's incredible for investors looking at the company for the first time today, because they're basically gaining 10 years of capital raises and experience and operations 
under their belt for the same price. And hey, hey Jen, I'd like to interject something. This is David again. Uh, yeah. And, and Stephen will provide more details. The investment is actually far greater than that. Over uh, 200 million Canadian has been invested in the company to date. Uh, Stephen and I have raised on the order of about 70 million U.S. dollars uh, in the last uh, 20 months. So it's even more dramatic than you mentioned. Now, uh, for our investors to consider it, to develop a, a highly sophisticated robotic system, we're not aware of anybody that can do that for under a couple hundred million U.S. dollars. It is incredibly complex. I think we're going to demonstrate by the time we come to market, in my opinion, we're going to demonstrate that we were one of the most cost-effective developers of advanced technology. With that being said, and back to your point, ATN, we're looking at a company with a market cap in Canada, call it 54 million Canadian with over 200 million Canadian invested to date. And we still have uh, significant capital on the, on the balance sheet. And I'll ask I'll allow Stephen to, to chime in there with uh, updates on financings. Uh, you're correct, David. We have raised uh, just over $200 million since inception, and uh, our balance sheet is in very good condition currently. Uh, we, uh, we just recently filed our September uh, results, which show that we have uh, uh, approximately $33 million in cash, and, and no debt, so uh, we're currently sitting in uh, in a pretty good position right at the moment. Well, that's great, guys. And and the other thing that I was going to say, which I which I uh, think is very very important, is your current la- your Nasdaq listing and exposure in the U.S. And I know you guys are going to different conferences, Piper Jeffries. Uh, coming up soon and I know you're working hard to expose the store in the US and Northland Securities out of the US was part of your last offering so I think once the US market really um, really understands the opportunity and realizes what you have here I think it'll it could dramatically change your valuation in my opinion I agree I agree the, uh, and I have been through this before uh, as CEO of a NASDAQ traded company um, we're in that period of advanced development where there's an incredible amount of activity going on behind the scenes. We have, we're, have over 100 engineers working to ensure that we have a best-in-class product, both electronically as well as uh, from a software perspective. We're getting high marks as surgeons operate the product. We've developed a full suite of simulation software with the leader in that business, Mimic Technologies. So, so much going on behind the scenes. It's not totally apparent to the shareholders all that level of activity. That will become more apparent, I expect, in the coming year in 2019. So as we look at some of the catalysts ahead, we certainly have uh, the unveiling of what we're calling the Engineering Confidence Build Unit, which is a 2018 milestone to be achieved by year-end. We're on track to achieve that and unveil that in the first quarter of 2019. And then, of course, we have our regulatory filing and our first human surgeries coming up that are planned for 2019 with expected commercialization in 2020. So. Um, 
that's a lot of exciting activity and some catalyst for appreciation uh, of the share price uh, in the months ahead. And we're not talking many years ahead. We're talking months ahead. And we're talking about a market that has a, it's a huge opportunity and there are not many competitors. So we couldn't be more excited about where we're positioned presently. We couldn't be more excited. And uh, I'll turn it back to you, ATM. No, this is great, guys. I, uh, I, I really, really think you'll... Uh, your guys' passion for the business and for the opportunity really comes out on this uh, on this interview. So um, I think it'll resonate very, very well. This is for sure one of my top picks for 2019. I think this this is going to become a massive, massive success. And uh, so just make sure you keep uh, TMD on uh, the big board TSX and TMDI NASDAQ listed on your uh, on your radar screens, guys. Uh, David, Steve, is there anything else that you want to leave subscribers with? I'm pretty sure we touched on almost everything here, but anything else you want to you wanna add on to end off our call? I think another important point to make when we think about the magnitude of this opportunity, and in my over three decades of experience in the med device business, multi-billion dollar market opportunities come along, oh, but a few times in one's lifetime if we're fortunate. And this is one of those clearly huge market opportunities. It, it takes a good deal of capital and executive talent to execute in this market. And there aren't many companies that can muster that. Titan has had the benefit of, of now being dual listed in Canada and the U.S., for capital market exposure, as well as the ability to, to raise the necessary capital to go the distance. And in abdominal surgery, there are only three public companies, Titan Medical being one of those. So we believe from an investor perspective, we are uniquely positioned uh, to be added to the speculative portfolios of potential investors. I love it, guys. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your guys' time. Thank you again. Thank you. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you.